0: Hey guys, this is Lizzie, and you're listening to the 23 and Figuring Out Me podcast. So this is a very special episode, and we're going to be talking all about careers, but I don't just have one guest. I have the advice of six people all over the country, all in different career paths that are kind of come and give you their best like one to two minute soundbites. How did I make this happen, you might ask? Well, that's the first story of this podcast today. <laughs> So you may not know, but I'm currently pursuing my MBA remotely through Auburn. Well, one of the opportunities that came up was to do an international business course. If I'm being honest, originally the reason I signed up for it is they said you got to go to Ireland for seven days, which sounded super fun. And then also I was like, probably less work. That would be nice. So I signed up for this program and I'm getting excited. And then we start the class. And when I tell you I'm so intimidated and scared, these people, we range in ages, I know now from 23 to 54, everyone lives all over the country, New York, Baltimore, Seattle, Colorado, Chicago, and everyone starts saying their job titles and it is so intense. I'm like, I do not need to be here. And I'm not going to get along with any of these people. So I go to Ireland, and boy, was I wrong. First of all, it was just so fun, and I joked with everyone before. It's just as much a cultural experience, like, oh, that we were in Ireland, I learned so much. But also, I just learned so much from my peers. They're all really cool, and it's just so interesting to see, like, everyone has different majors, different passions, and we all are getting the MBA for different reasons. There's some people that love their job or trying to just advance more in their company, so that's why they're getting their MBA. There's some people that are like, I hate what I'm doing right now, so I'm trying to get my MBA so I can pivot. I also think it's so funny. Everyone uses the word pivot, and it just makes me think of the Friends episode, but that's an intrusive thought. And then um, some people are just getting their MBA because they wanted to learn and just kind of have a thirst for knowledge. So it was really fun to just kind of figure out why everyone was getting their MBA and just made me feel so much better that some of these people might be 10 years older than me, 20 years older than me, and are still, A, like, learning with me. Like, they're in class with me, and they're probably just as confused as I am sometimes. But also, it's just encouraging to hear everyone's story, because in my mind, I think they're all super successful right now. And they're still trying to figure things out and still on the road of like, is this what I want to do? I don't know. And if you ask what their job title was, I'd be like, no, like, that's what you should do. Like, that's amazing. It just gave me a lot of comfort to listen to all these people and their career paths and know that they're still figuring out a little bit, too, because they are a little bit ahead of me in this journey of life and career, etc. So today's episode has a little fun treat. Um, Our last night in Ireland, I was hanging out with all of my new friends that I've learned so much from, and I was like, I want to tell everyone what I've learned from y'all. So like, what advice would you give a 23-year-old that just started their first job? Um, We were literally in a pub. It was midnight, so just take everything they say with a little bit of grain of salt. Some were funny with it. Some were serious, but I think overall everyone will enjoy the heart of their answers and honestly, the really good advice for slaying your first career. So let's have a listen.
1: Give us a little background about yourself and tell us your advice to the person that just graduated college and is starting their first job.
2: Sure, I'm Christian McClure. I'm a contract specialist at Boeing. Um, I would say if you're asked to take on a new project or help with something, never say, I don't know how to do that, sorry, I can't help you. Say, I'm not sure, but we'll figure it out together. Uh, leverage your nudists to learn as much as possible and take on as many roles as possible
3: to increase your contribution to your
2: team.
1: I love it. That really is great. Kind of a fake it till you make it type situation. Okay, give us some good advice. I just I just graduated college. I started my first job. What should I know?
4: All right, I, I need to introduce myself, don't I?
1: Yeah, tell us a little bit about you. All
4: right, so I'm James. Uh, so I have probably two big pieces of advice the first is just before you even get with the company of the interview remember that it's not a one-way street with it so as much as you feel intimidated about them asking you questions you also can be asking them questions to figure out if you are a fit for them because it's not just them looking to see if you're a fit but you have to make sure they align with you as well the other thing that I would like to point out too is after you're already within the company and it might be as you're sitting there debating whether to stay with the company or not a lot of people will feel locked in that they have to stay with the company because either the people they work with or whatever but it's don't for a minute think for a second that the company will die without you don't don't have that much kind of confidence or cockiness in yourself that you're the reason the company is going to keep going that it's going to die without you uh not only for one of like the company falling apart but for those that you're leaving from there Um, so it's kind of a double-edged sword of that one and at the same point too it's like everyone's replaceable so don't don't hold yourself back from taking another position because you feel obligated to those you work with that you do like because you're going to end up having that happen where you feel obligated to stay for your co-workers. So no company is going to succeed or fail simply because of you. And that goes back all the way to, you even look at some of, you know, Steve Jobs passed away and Apple is still doing great things. As great of a mind as he might have been for them. Apple is still doing great things, so just kind of lose that connection to the, you know, company loyalty thing is a myth in that regard. So that'd be where I would stand.
1: Well, James, that is very wise, and I like it. You know, be confident enough in yourself that you don't have to stay at a company if you're not enjoying it, but also humble enough to know that you're not this.
4: Keep going. Yeah.
1: Love it. What do you want to know? Okay, so first, Brooke, introduce yourself. Tell us what you do, and then what career advice would you give to a 23-year-old? Okay, my name is
5: Brooke Ingram. I'm the Senior Director of Funding Services at a FinTech company that focuses on small business loans. And the advice that I would give to a 23-year-old is to probably just learn as much as you can in the real world, you know, with jobs, and figure out what you like doing, and then put A lot of effort into mentorships and learning and accelerating your career. And then I would also say that you need to advocate for yourself. Like no one, or at least a lot of companies, will not be just giving you the opportunities that you want. You have to have a lot of hard conversations about raises and what you want and your overall career advancement. And you really have to know that if a place isn't going to give you that, then you need to move on because you're a valuable person and if you've got the drive and the will to succeed you can go somewhere else and be valued
1: I love it you're valuable what's what was like your biggest mistake career-wise that you made when you were 23
5: I was just trying to figure out what I wanted to do at the time like and I feel like I was just like doing the best that I could in my job but aren't we all yeah but I didn't love it and so I was like it was kind of hard like trying to kind of figure out what the next move was and like figuring out what you want to do next I think can be really hard. Like I had to do a lot of like personality tests and I talked to like my university like school um, advisors and like mentors and all of that and it took me a long time to like
1: figure out where I wanted to go next. Tom, introduce yourself and give advice to 23-year-olds that are in like entering their first career. Hi,
3: my name is Tom Hamill. And my advice to you is try to find someone who makes a lot of money marry them and just just mooch off them don't go to college don't listen to your parents just take shortcuts and do what's easiest is that what you did no that's not what I did but that's what I in retrospect what I should have done
1: Thank you, Tom, for the advice. Do you have anything else to say to these 23-year-olds listening? No, that's
3: it. That's it. My name, is, my name is Cam Porter, by the way.
1: I told you we don't have beef anymore. So, like, think about it. Someone just, like, got their first job. They're probably three months into this career thing. They're having a lot of thoughts. What advice would you give to them as a much older man?
3: I would say get get out of their own way. So... Your network is your net worth, and the importance of networking is just incredibly important. Um, you so, buy them a brisket, buy them a beer, go to a bar, talk to them, but it's not transactional, right? So, you're generally curious about what they want to do, you're generally curious about what they do and kind of understanding the game, what, what industry they play in, what role they play in, who are the players, who are the stakeholders, what are the interested parties. And if you ask intelligent questions and you start to understand exactly like what they're starting to do and what their, their end game is, you can start putting the puzzle together and you can effectively kind of win the game if that's what you're trying to do, so.
1: I actually think that's really good advice and I also want to add that I feel like you have jokingly been like the career counselor for this trip, but it's really just because you listen to what people are saying and are like, this is what you've told me, so thus one plus one equals two, which I feel like you've gained from networking.
3: Oh, it's completely selfish. Like, I'm not doing it for you, I'm doing it for me, so um, yeah, I'm I'm putting putting the puzzle pieces together, and as you tell me stuff, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I think you should be this, but, you know, the other side of it is like, oh, so Lizzie is, you know, X job and Y role, and this is the Z industry, and I understand how this plays in my industry, and if I ever wanted to go make a pivot into this, this job, I, you know, got a master class in that role, so, yeah. Yeah
1: yeah no that I mean that's a good uh a good strategy and hopefully we all won't disappoint you and have really bad jobs that you can't capitalize off of
3: well now that you mention it I am trying to sell a uh (laughs) please contact him thank you
1: his contact information is advice for a 23 year old that just entered the workplace about their career Ooh, that's tough my name is sarah
2: I am 32. I've been in the workforce since I was 21 years old. Slay. Slay. Um, Advice for the uh, 23-year-old who's just getting into the workforce. Good on ya. Uh, I would say remember to be flexible and remember that everything is temporary.
1: Ooh. Yes.
2: Everything is temporary. Even if you get into a hard spot, it's not forever. Don't stress out
1: about it. Don't worry about it. So I have a simple question for you, Sarah, but kind of simplifies what you're saying. Where did you get your first job in what city and town, and where do you currently work? What was your first job title, and what's your job title now?
2: Well,
1: my first job title,
2: After college you mean? Full time job? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Uh, My first job title was campaign manager of a state senate campaign in Anchorage, Alaska. Um, I made $1,000 a month, which back then I thought was great. Tons Uh, of money. Yeah. Tons of money. Now you can barely, I mean you can't live on that. particularly in Alaska where the cost of living is super high. Um, What do I do now? I work in procurement. Um,
1: Total, totally different feel. But I love that. I feel like that means like, I don't know. I think that's just really encouraging and shows that whatever your degree was in, or even if you like your first job, if you don't like your first job, there's tons of options and tons of places to go. You're totally right.
2: my, my, degree. I have two undergraduate degrees in international affairs and political science and so I did work in politics for a while but I didn't like it. You know, I started working and I thought, "Ew, this is politics." <laughs> so so I pivoted. But like that's fine. Everyone everyone does it. Once you start meeting more more People, as an adult, you realize that everybody's done a million different things. No one has a a linear journey.
1: Thank you, Sarah. That was very wise. That was very wise.
0: Obviously, that was a little chaotic, but I hope you got something from it with their little sound bites of advice and, you know, take something for you to improve your career with. The biggest thing that I took away from talking to them and just this whole week was that we have so much time and there's going to be so many opportunities and so much time to grow and just to sit back, keep doing my thing, keep learning as much as I can from my role, from my peers, from my coworkers, and just really dig my teeth in as much as I can and just honestly sit sit back and see what my career is going to hold in 20 years. But I love all of them. So glad they gave their advice and hope y'all tune in next month for our next episode. Always drop it on the 23rd of every month. Love ya. Bye.